Well, happy Friday to you. It is another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gommerson. Hello, Adam. And as our listeners may know, we have been going through a series of four keys to success in the Christian life, um, which uh, talks about things from First Peter. And um, it basically talks about um, honoring all men, loving the brotherhood, Fearing God and honor the king. So we are on the third one today, fear God. So we will get into a discussion about that after Adam reads our quote of the day. Which comes out of Deuteronomy 6.24. So the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always and for our survival as it is today. And I really think this set, this sets up uh, the topic because we are to observe um, the Lord's statutes um, because he puts them up for our good. I think that's one thing that the world fails to understand. They look at the way we live our lives sometimes and they say it as rules and regulations. But if you are buying a piece of technology uh, to bring it into terms that I understand, uh, you know, I used to like when I go to get a piece of tech, I would read the owner's manual because the owner knows how it was made and how you're supposed to use it. Now I have to Google everything because apparently <laughs> owner's manuals are passe. <laughs> but the, the, the principle still applies. You go to the manufacturer website to find out information about how to do the things you want to do with the tech that you have. And so the fact that God made us means that he has some things to say about how we are to function and how we're to live. And so I think that's a good jumping off point for today's discussion. And I'm just going to read each of our points here and then Adam will read the corresponding verse. So we'll start with um, these are reasons to fear God. And the first one is our father knows best. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you which you have wrought for those who take refuge in you, but the sons before the sons of men. That's Psalm thirty-one, nineteen. All right, so in the, this, again, it kind of echoes the first verse we read. It talks about the goodness of God. And the reason that, why do we trust God? Because he is good. Because he um, does what is best for us. We can take refuge in him. We can trust him with our lives. And I'm reminded when I read this verse of, the scene in the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, one of my favorite scenes in the whole book, is when the children are at Mr. and Mrs. Beaver's house, and he talks about Aslan being on the move, and he, how he's the lion. And uh, then I think it's Lucy um, who asks, is he safe? And mm. Mr. Beaver says, of course he's not safe, but he is good. And I think that's the proper view of God, too, because the Bible says that it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. But when we deal with our sin at the foot of the cross and come to him for salvation, then he's not, we don't have to fear his wrath because it's been taken care of on the cross. But we still live with a healthy fear of who he is, that he will chasten us as loved children if we need to be put back in line. So I think... That's an important thing for us to remember. And then fearing God will bring abundant life. 
The fear of the Lord leads to life, so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. Proverbs nineteen twenty three. Now this is a tricky one. Um, again, I think that Jesus said in John ten um, verse nine, or John ten verse ten, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So I think this this verse points to that. Um, uh, and it points to satisfaction because you can look for help and love in all kinds of different places. Uh, we had um, Christopher Green on recently, and he said that he had struggled in his college years because he was looking for love in all the wrong places, mm. to borrow the song lyric. But the, the point being that um, we can only be complete when we are following God. And I think that's so important. And then this this tricky last part is they shall sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. Now, does that mean that evil never happens to a believer? No. But what it means is that the ultimate result of that evil cannot be ultimate bad for the believer. Because the worst thing that evil can do to you is end your earthly life. And as a believer, if you end your earthly life, you begin your heavenly life immediately upon death. And so ultimately evil um, cannot touch you. And I think it's important to remember what Jesus said when he said, fear not him that can kill the body, but fear him who can kill you both body and soul and cast you into hell. Yeah, And that's really what the devil can do if we don't trust Jesus for our salvation, if we're trusting in ourselves or any of our works to do it. That's what we're, where we're headed. So I really think uh, these are good things to keep keep aware of, and just remember that abundant life. Jesus said, "Abundant life isn't measured in the things that uh, we possess." So it's not about having the two stall garage with both brand new cars in each stall and having the latest iPhone and never all the latest tech. It's about having satisfaction in God. And and the thing is that as you grow as a believer, God will change your desires into desires that honor him. So do you have any thoughts on these first two, Adam? I like especially uh, our father knows best. It's interesting with how the world is where a lot of times you look at maybe like God's Ten Commandments is like, oh, well, it's restricting my life and it's holding me back and, and, and it's such a nuisance in my life. But really when we fear that, which really just means to like respect and follow God, like you said, it brings us prosperity. It brings us peace. It, God put that there because it's good for us. And because we're, you know, humans and ridiculous, we, we, we don't see it that way. We think it's, oh, but God, why are you putting that in my way? But it really he's doing it because he truly knows best whether we can see it or not. All right. Well, um, our third point is fearing God will prolong your life. The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. That's Proverbs ten twenty seven. And in this one, um, again, we're not guaranteed a long physical life if just because we're following Christ. But the Bible does say that if you want to live long and see good days, um, honor the Lord. And so I think there is some wisdom here. Um, and I think the thing is, even if you live a long life, it won't be a profitable life if you're living for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not the, I, I think um, I've heard a common quote. This is, it's not the number of years in the life, but it's the amount of life in the years. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because I've known people, uh, one person in particular who, who died young, but gave everything they had to God. And so everybody could say that he lived his life sold out for God. And so when he died, that was his legacy. And I remember being challenged at his funeral a few years ago that I wanted to live even harder for the things of the Lord. And so that's really been a driving force. And uh, now that I think about it, I think that was like right before um, I started speaking for a podcast. Now, I won't, I won't credit that day for being the overall impetus for that, but it definitely got me on the right track. So I, I'm thankful that God convicted me of that at that time. And then also, if you do foolish stuff, um, you're much less likely to live a long life because, you know, if you're, if you're running in front of semi trucks or if you're doing drugs or if you're drinking and driving, the chances are not that great that you're going to survive the road. Mm -hmm. So just to keep those practical, uh, those practical things in mind as well. I think sometimes we try, when we're looking at scripture, we try to go extremely deep and sometimes the truth is just right there. It doesn't even have to be extremely deep. So just to give that in mind. And then next, fearing the Lord is better than wealth. Also from the Bible, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and turmoil with it. Um, I would bring you back to Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Um, in that story, we see Ebenezer Scrooge who has a bunch of money. He has everything he could ever want. And the interesting thing to me about him is he doesn't even use it to make himself opulent. Mm-hmm. He lives in one corner of a big house. He doesn't use very much coal. He eats gruel. He's by himself. Um, he he has very little furniture, so he doesn't even make himself merry with it. And um, I'm just thinking about the fact that it doesn't matter how much you have. If you have no hope, if you have no purpose in life, then uh, you are not going to live a quality life. And some of my most generous supporters I know did not have that much to give. And the other thing is I have tried to, um, you know, a lot of times people say if I have a lot of money, then I would give more. And uh, obviously I'd be able to give more if I had a lot of money. But I began to realize that I couldn't make an excuse to not give because of my income. And I'm just going to share the story, and I'm in no way trying to brag, but I remember specifically there were a couple different causes that God wanted me to give to earlier this year, like pretty sizable donations. And I didn't have a lot of extra money, but I just felt that God was compelling me um, to give these these larger donations. And I was thinking, well, maybe I can give a little bit less. And God was like, no, you need you need to put this on the table. You need to trust me. And... It was like a month after I gave those donations because they were in close proximity to one another. It was like a month later after that that my van was paid off in full. And I had no clue that that was coming. I was starting to get anxious about how I would make my car payment during the summer because I, I don't work. I mean, I do work in ministry during the summer, but I don't make as much money during the summer as I do during the school year because my job is at school. So I'm sitting here thinking, how am I going to make these ends meet, especially since I put out this money for these donations? And But I knew that I had done the right thing because God had called me to do it. And then he had a plan all along 
to pay off my van uh, by the generosity of God's people. So that's just one story of how God really worked in my life to show the truth of this scripture that he is taking care of me. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth mm-hmm. uh, without it. And so, um, so before we move on to the last one, Adam, do you have any thoughts on these two? Something verses? that really, something that really jumped out to me was, uh, especially the fearing God will prolong your life. It kind of hit me that you know when you think about it, with any sin, if you give into that lifestyle or live that lifestyle, really the end of any sin is actually death, like physically or spiritually. So it's very interesting to think about, you know. You stay off of that path, and it will never be perfect, of course, but you stay on the path towards God, you will have a prolonged life of some kind, you know, especially eternally, because either you're going to have eternal death if you, you know, go where nobody wants to go, because sin always ends in in death. Don't let the smoke screen <laughs> trick you, you know? Yeah, and that's, that's interesting that you mentioned that, because, like, it used to confuse me as a kid, because... God said, in the day you eat of the fruit, he said this to Adam and Eve, in the day you eat of the fruit, you will surely die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but they lived to be 900 and something years right. old after that. And they had like 70 children and all this stuff. Why did he say they died? But the thing that I wasn't understanding was they had no no expiration date before they ate that fruit. Yeah, They were going to live eternally on earth. Earth was a paradise. They had everything they could ever want, and yet the one thing they couldn't have was what they went for. And since then, that's really been the human condition. That's a lot of the turmoil that we see in the world today is because of that condition. What I don't want, I can't have. The way I'm made is not the way I want to be. So it all comes from a dissatisfaction. Um, So I think that's very true. And then finally, as we wrap up, we are talking about fearing the Lord will help you face the future. From Proverbs 14, verses 26, 26 through 27. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence and his children will have refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may avoid the snares of death. Okay, and a lot of these these verses have similar themes, but I just really like this one because uh, a lot of times life can feel hopeless and you can be like, what is God doing? I remember when I was looking for work, I was like, Adam, how many more rejection letters am I going to get? What, what Something's got to give. What door is going to open up? Yeah. How can I do this? And uh, he kept praying for me and and God kept working in my life and showing me that all those, all those rejections were leading somewhere and they led me to where I'm at now at the potter's house and I really appreciate it. And so I'm just grateful to see what God has done since then. And if the Lord is willing, I hope to be there for a long time. But even if he is not, I know that he has the next step planned out for me. Um, and so it's just been interesting to watch, uh, to go into the future with confidence, even with all the, even with all the, the bad things that are happening. If you open your browser, like I do to the USA today, Every morning you see all kinds of new bad news, but the good news is still the good news that Jesus died to save sinners. And even though I'm, I'm, I would echo with Paul and say, I'm the chief, God has bestowed mercy on me and he can do the same for you. And so I just want to leave you with those thoughts. Adam, do you have anything final as we wrap up? One thing that really hits me is, you know, it's very black or white where, you know, the, 
path towards God and towards Jesus Christ is light, it's life, it's abundance. Um, any other path leads uh, to death and emptiness. Yeah, there's not really any in between. Mm-mm. And I think that's the biggest thing that we try to convey on the Speaking for Him podcast is that you have to make a decision one way or the other. And the decision not to follow Christ is a decision for the world and for the devil. So I would encourage you to uh, follow him. You know, I always say at the end of every broadcast, uh, keep serving the best of masters. But you can't keep serving someone who you haven't started the journey with. And so today would be a great day to start the journey of serving him. Just cry out to him in your own words and tell him that you're through running your own life and that you want him to take over and he will do that. And the Bible says that he who has begun a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. If you have any questions about that, you can contact me at andrew at speakingforhim.com or through any of the other contact information at the end of the show. And that's about all I have today. Um, We'll be back again next week. But until then, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 